This is the Breakfast Leadership Podcast. Boundaries or burnout, you make the choice. Here's your host, Michael Levitt. Welcome back. I've got Lisa Fain on the line. Lisa, how are you? I'm great, Michael. How are you? I am wonderful. You're with the Center for Mentoring, Mentoring Excellence. That's a mouthful for some days, but uh, it, it's a great organization, and leaders need mentors, and I'm talking about leaders of everyday life, not just C-suite executives, but uh, everyone that walks on the earth uh, needs mentoring. So tell us a little about the organization and, and the work you do there. Yeah, sure. I'd love to. So Center for Mentoring Excellence was actually founded in 1992 by Lois Zachary, who is one of the world's experts on mentoring. I also have the good fortune that she's my mother. And uh, she founded the organization, really started with board development work and the need to, she was doing work with uh, boards of directors and realized the need for mentoring from a succession planning standpoint and um, really developed uh, the philosophy that structured mentoring can really yield results and make a huge difference both in the development of boards and for leaders. So we've been doing our work since 1992. I came in uh, in 2015 and became CEO in 2018. And what we do is go into organizations and we help them create more inclusive cultures and better leaders through mentoring. We help them set up mentoring programs. We train mentors and mentees. We coach mentors, mentees, and organizations. Um, on really how to make the most of mentoring and to create a mentoring culture so that they can have success uh, through their mentoring efforts. Well, that's a great, great example. And yeah, you're pretty cool to have uh, somebody that is so strong uh, in mentoring individuals also be mom. You know, it's always good to have a strong parent uh, that can guide you along the way. And yeah, working with, with families sometimes can be challenging, but I'm anticipating that you, you just enjoyed you know, the heck out of it and learned so much from her and, and obviously brought your own skill set to the table as well. Yeah, it's funny because if you had asked me, I would say even seven or eight years ago, whether we would be working together, I would probably have looked at you, you know, like you had three eyes. And it's not because I don't enjoy her and think she's wonderful, but I didn't really realize that mentoring, well, you know, being having developing expertise in mentoring would be part of my own journey. And when I really had that realization based on my own, my background is in employment law and diversity and inclusion. And when I actually brought my mother in when I was leading diversity and inclusion to run a mentoring or to start help us start a mentoring program for a women's group and realized through that that my own passion for creating connections across difference and her expertise in mentoring were so incredibly well intertwined. And, you know, our thought, our thought styles and our learning styles are quite different, but we've, it was really a great, uh, it's been a great honor and we've complimented each other pretty well as we've gone through this together. So at the time of this recording, we're in the midst of a pandemic uh, that we often refer to as COVID-19. And I'd be curious to hear your thoughts on mentoring, especially in this time of remote work and understanding you know, that we may not return to the way things were as far as work is considered. There may be more remote work. There may be different types of leadership styles that are needed. So love to hear your thoughts on this. And then I definitely want to jump into uh, your new book as well. So just curious on your thoughts on that. 
Yeah, I actually think mentoring is um, more important now than ever, and um, that we should not let this idea of being in a virtual work environment stand in the way. In fact, you know, we've done work with United Nations Women, National Geographic, other global organizations where mentors and mentees have been on different continents and have been able to leverage technology to have successful mentoring relationships. So you really can, through um, things like Zoom, you know, uh, Microsoft Teams, whatever you're mode of video conferencing is have really strong mentoring relationships across distance. And, you know, there's, you know, millions of people right now who are um, either furloughed or have lost their job or, you know, trying to figure out what's next. And there's really no better time for a mentor than now because mentors can help clarify, um, you know, career plan, career plans. They can help uh, expand opportunities and exposure. And, you know, it's such an important time to have that connection and to reach out and seek that connection. You know, job search can be uh, demoralizing. Having a change in your structure and your team can be really demoralizing. And having that kind of um, connection and relationship can help so much with, um, you know, making this period both easier and also a productive time where we're focusing on our, in on our own growth and development. Wholeheartedly agree because I think when you're in between roles or you're sitting at home and wondering what work's going to be like when you go back to the office, I've been working with people and, and telling them, you know, this is an opportunity for you to reflect and see, okay, is that what I want to do or would I like to do something different? And Having a mentor can help guide you, basically remove the things that you don't want to do and start focusing more on the things that you would like to do. And this is a great opportunity for people. And I, I know many people are struggling right now because of a variety of different factors. Either they've lost a loved one or you know, maybe they're one of the unfortunate ones that have had a, a drop in income. And But it's a good opportunity to kind of take stock of where you're at and where you'd like to be. And having a mentor is crucial for this exercise because otherwise you're just doing it yourself and you're just basically re-looking at your own notes without any outside observation or input. So I, I agree with you. This time is the best time, if ever, uh, to seek out a mentor to guide you in the direction you want because where you think you may want to go may not be exactly where you truly want to go. And again, we get, we get confused by our own, our own heads some days and we don't have that clarity sometimes, especially when we're in the midst of a pandemic or other type of stressful situation in our lives, no matter what it could be. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And, you know, there are sometimes, there may be people listening who are like, you know, I don't even know what my own goals are. Right. I mean, just because we spend so much time in the day to day going from thing to thing and don't have a chance to reflect on it. And mentors can help with that, too. Right? They can help you kind of clarify what your goals and aspirations are. So not knowing shouldn't be a barrier to um, establishing a mentoring relationship either. So you released a book not too long ago. So tell us about that. And I always ask this of authors, why in the world did you give so much of your life to create a book? And what, 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 was, what was the driving force to punish yourself that much to, to put something to paper and get it out in the wild? Uh, first of all, I so appreciate the way you asked the question because you know that it's, um, you know, it's what they say, all joy and no fun, like child raising is uh 
writing a book, you get the joy when it comes out, but it really um, is difficult uh, to discipline yourself and um, the rigor of it. So, you know, our book, I actually wrote it with Lois Zachary, who's my mom. Um, it's her seventh book and my first book. One of the things that I've really come to believe through this work is, you know, I have a huge passion for creating inclusive work environments. And having been a diversity and inclusion practitioner and still doing some of that work um, on a consulting basis now, I know that um, having, you know, structures in place in organizations like uh, programming and working with leaders is crucial. But I also know that you're not going to move the needle on creating inclusion until you have meaningful working relationships across difference. And the more work that I did through Center for Mentoring Excellence, the more I saw this come to life. When we had mentoring pairs um, where there was some element of their identity that was quite different and they would learn from each other, there was really much more of a sense of recognizing the importance of inclusion. So with that passion for that issue and that experience and my mother's own expertise in mentoring, we realized that it was time for a book that really explored that intersection of mentoring and inclusion, of how do you take these relationships, these mentoring relationships, we've been coaching mentors and mentees for years on how to dig deeper and really show up authentically to mentoring relationships. So what better time to put it into a book to t- capture some of these stories in, in our book, which is called Bridging Differences for Better Mentoring, Lean Forward, Learn, and Leverage. We go through three mentoring stories, which are really composites of mentoring pairs that we've interviewed to highlight um, the way that you can really bridge differences in mentoring relationships. Well, that's a beautiful thing to to bring out because oftentimes as mentors, and I've mentored myself and I've had mentors in my life and continue to have them, but I've found that where I've had the most growth, and both as a mentor and as a mentee, is when I'm dealing with somebody that's not like me, that doesn't have the same background, that doesn't have the same experiences, because they can see things from a different lens. And when they do that, it makes such a huge difference in some of the things that they see, because they can provide some information and some guidance on things that I wouldn't necessarily have seen just because from their own perspective and from the skill set that they bring to the table. So one thing that comes from this is asking this question is, you know, what do you see is actually just absolutely just instrumental and important for a mentor? Uh, if someone wants to be a mentor, what are some of the skill sets that they should bring to the table in order to accomplish being a, a good mentor for somebody? Yeah, that's a fantastic question because it really is a skill set. So mentors, first and foremost, need to recognize that they do not need to solve their mentees' problems. Wow, that sounds a little bit counterintuitive, right? Like, what do you mean? I'm not supposed to solve the mentees' problems. Isn't that why they want me to be their mentor, but the idea is not that a mentor comes with all the answers, but that a mentor comes with really good questions because the mentee's journey is not going to be the same as the mentor's journey. So the mentor can come with his or her um, or their wisdom and experience, but really it has to be about using that wisdom and experience in service of the mentee's own development. So mentors have to be great listeners. They have to be good trust builders with high emotional 
intelligence. I just literally this morning read an article in Inc. Magazine about EQ being so much more important than IQ in in good leaders. And the same is true in mentors. So emotional intelligence being so much um, more important than, um, you know, IQ or, uh, intel- you know, raw intelligence, so to speak, for leaders. And the same is true for mentors. Being able to build trust by sharing of yourself, by um, being inquisitive, by being non-judgmental, um, and really open to exploring, open to possibility. I like to say that the number one skill of a good mentor is the skill of curiosity, which that is, is really great. Yeah, yeah. curiosity. That is great. So go ahead, elaborate, please. You know, uh, there was a uh, Harvard Business Review article a year or two ago about um, uh, with research from Francesca Gino and others um, about looking into all of the leadership traits and determining which is the most the best indicator of success of it being a successful leader. And what she, she and her colleagues found is that curiosity was that skill. And curiosity is skill because, in, again, as I said before, it's not about having the answers or prescribing an answer as a mentor. It's about getting curious about what if. What about this possibility? What if we looked at this? You know, why, why not explore this? How will this land with you? Or here's my experience. What might be different for you? Asking those kind of questions and really getting curious about the answers will not only yield better results in mentoring, it will yield a better relationship that is deeper that mentor and mentee both benefit from. And that's crucial. It's a win-win for both sides. And a follow-up question is, what in your opinion makes a good mentee? Um, and I, I have an idea what some character traits are, but what, what would make a good mentee? You know, the first is a, a, is a somebody who's willing to be self-reflective, right? Who really will take the time and um, think about what they want, and um, you know, be willing to kind of put in the work. Also, somebody who is ready to learn and ready to take guidance and to participate in co-creating the relationship. Someone who is willing to step out of their comfort zone. One of the most beautiful things, and to me, one of the most exciting things about mentoring relationships. It's a really safe, it's done well. A mentoring relationship is a safe place for mentees to take risks, right, which yields better performance for them and all of that because they can have this sort of, they can try out presentations. They can test out possibilities of difficult conversations. They can explore uh, ideas that they may not quite be willing to launch into their regular working world yet, but which could, you know, possibly be great, and they just have a chance to kind of practice and have a sounding board. I like to say that mentoring is like, you know, there you got a safety net, a sounding board, and a laboratory uh, within the mentoring relationship. And that, if you're willing to take those risks and get a little uncomfortable in your mentoring relationship, that will yield a mentee great, great, great results. No, those are great points, and I always tell people that uh, and actually, he had a conversation the other day with somebody, and and they said, you know, what makes them a great mentee? Because I paid a couple compliments to them, and I said, well, you're teachable, and you're also willing to learn, and are coming into this with an open mind type of thing. And I, I tell them, I don't want you just to say yes all the time. You know, question what I'm offering. 
Uh, if unless it's a, you know, hell yes, I'm going to do this. Then if you have some concerns, question it, ask it, because it, it brings up the dialogue and also can bring additional awareness to the mentor of something that they may have not seen uh, in, in the information that they're trying to provide guidance to. Yeah, you raised such a great point. You know, I think it's really important to highlight that mentors gain so much from the mentoring relationship, too. And the way, you know, a lot of mentees say, well, I don't want to bother my mentor. I've got this thing I want to talk about, but it's a ton of time for them. But actually, if you are, as a mentee, if you're continuously approaching your mentor with those kind of, you know, challenges and opportunities, it's great for the mentor. We hear over and over again that mentors, when there's trusting relationships with their mentees, they become better leaders. They learn so much. They get better insight. And it's really a gift to them to show up fully in the mentoring relationship. That's crucial. And it, it, we grow on both sides of the fence, whether we're a mentee or a mentor, if we go into it with the, the mindset of I'm going to be able to take my life, my business, my job, whatever we're working on, whatever we're getting to be a mentor for or being a mentee for, we grow uh, if we open ourselves to the knowledge and the skill set that we get. 100%. So Lisa, I've enjoyed our conversation today. Where can people find out more about you and this awesome work that you're doing? Oh, thank you. So you can um, uh, go to our website, which is centerformentoring.com, spelled out, C-N-T-E-R-F-O-R, mentoring.com. You can find us on uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and so forth. The Bridging Differences for Better Mentoring is available on Amazon um, and also at your local independent bookstore really important to support your independent bookstores right now so i always encourage people to order it through their local bookstores if they can i wholeheartedly agree and love independent bookstores and uh, try to spend my money in them probably they get more money than they probably should but hey readers lead and leaders read as they like to say so awesome thanks so much lisa appreciate you and all this work you're doing thank you so much thanks for the opportunity enjoyed the conversation Hey, it's Michael again. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I really appreciate it. If you're like many people, you're dealing with some significant stress and possibly approaching burnout. I know how you feel. In 2009, my burnout led to a year of worst-case scenarios. I do not want that to happen to you. If you go to breakfastleadership.com, you can register for a free webinar on burnout prevention, as well as get a free checklist to have successful mornings. Start off each day the right way. Again, that's at breakfastleadership.com. Also, since you are a loyal podcast listener, I'm asking you to like, rate, and review my podcast on iTunes. I look at all the reviews and appreciate your comments, and it helps other potential listeners discover the content I have on the show. I appreciate you, and thanks again for listening.